Monday, 17th of July, 2023. After he had spent some time there, he departed and went over the region of Galatia and Persia in order, strengthening all the disciples. Acts 18 verse 23. The verse more precisely reads, And having stayed some time, he departed, passing through successively the Galatian region and Persia, strengthening all the disciples. CG. Paul's journey had taken him to Caesarea, up to the church, and then down to Antioch. With that remembered, it now says, and having stayed some time. Without giving any further specifics, only guesswork can be made as to how long he remained in Antioch. However, if it was an extended period, Luke's normal way of describing it would be something like many days. Therefore, the time spent in Antioch was probably not very long. With that, it next says that he departed. This now begins Paul's third and final missionary journey, beginning as the first two from Antioch. From there, Luke immediately records that he was passing through successively the Galatian region and Persia. These were areas already visited by him, as is recorded in Acts 16.6. There it said, now, when they had gone through Persia and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. Galatia is mentioned first this time, because it is the region that he would travel through first if traveling by land from Antioch. As he traveled through these areas, it says that he was strengthening all the disciples. This was a necessary thing to do. The book of Galatians shows the utter dysfunction that occurred at one point after Paul had left them, falling into the trap of the Judaizers. Hence, it was right that he would stop at the churches and ensure they were being faithful to the Lord, holding fast to his grace. It is the main point of Paul's writings, and it was surely the main point of discussion at each church he visited. At the same time, he would have instructed them concerning not falling into the trap of license. Just because the believers were not under the law, they were not to take advantage of their freedom and engage in the lusts of the flesh. Because of his love for all of the churches, one can imagine Paul repeating the same admonition to each church that he will speak to as those in Ephesus, as recorded later in Acts concerning this matter. For I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock, also, from among yourselves men will rise up, speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after themselves. Therefore watch and remember that for three years I did not cease to warn everyone night and day with tears. Acts 20, 29-31 Paul was adamant that works of the law were excluded before God as a means of pleasing him. And yet... He was just as adamant that the churches were to remain pure, holy, and free from the works of the flesh. Life Application Of the contents of Paul's travel on this journey, which will arrive at Ephesus in Acts 19.1, the pulpit commentary says, quote, St. Paul went straight from Antioch to Galatia, 
passing through the Sicilian gates and by Mazakar, or Caesarea, as it was called by Tiberius Caesar, in Cappadocia, and not visiting the churches of Lyconia. He proceeded from Galatia through Phrygia to Ephesus. The distance from Antioch to Tarsus was 141 miles, from whence to Tavion in Galatia was 271 miles, making the whole distance from Antioch to Tavium in Galatia 412 miles, or about three weeks' journey including rest on the Sabbath days. From Galatia to Ephesus would be between 600 and 700 miles. The entire journey would thus be considerably more than a thousand miles, a journey of 40 days exclusive of all stoppages. Six months probably must have elapsed between his departure from Antioch and his arrival at Ephesus." Depending on how long he stayed with each church, the duration may have been even longer. It is unknown if he had a horse, if he travelled in a wagon, or if he walked. Regardless of how he went, the distance was long and would have been exhausting each day. But he pressed on because of his love for the gospel and his desire to share it with others. How about your time with the Lord? Are you too busy to give him time each day to be in his presence reading his word? Are you remembering him as you take your meals, receive the daily abundance of his open hand of grace, or interact with others? Is the beauty of a sunrise sufficient for you to thank him for what you have beheld? Remember the Lord in all you do. Don't pack him away for an hour or two on Sunday morning, but be with him in your heart and soul all day, every day, with every joyous moment or in every testing or trial. Allow your mind to include him in what is happening. Live a life of faith by being faithfully aware of his presence at all times. Glorious God, you are with us whether we acknowledge it or not. You know every moment of our existence, and it is up to us to either include you in our thoughts or exclude you from them as you see our lives unfold. Help us to remember your presence and to live in accord with it at all times. May we be people of faith who are always faithful to you. Amen. He stayed there for a while and then left and went through the countries of Galatia and Phrygia. He travelled from town to town in these countries, giving strength to all the followers. Acts 18 verse 23.